There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are in France, which means Tubi is more popular than cigarettes for breakfast. It's more popular than considering iced coffee a total abomination. More popular than loving political revolutions. More popular than mer and mer somehow being different words. Tubi, it's more popular than being French. See you in there. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Hey guys, welcome back to the pod. Hope everyone had a fucking fabulous weekend. Um, I just took myself to lunch. Guys, do I need to do a whole episode on solo dining and solo dates? I truly love it so much. I I know that I told you all to delete your Finstas, but I should have been more specific. It's one, don't worry, this is connected. I'm not losing my mind. I know I said I did a whole episode on like delete your Finsta, but what I meant was Finsta for stalking exes and Finsta for stalking people who make you feel bad about yourself, bad. Finsta where you follow like all of these amazing fashion bloggers and like niche home accounts, good. I have a second Instagram that's like just for aesthetic things and it's like, my favorite place on earth. And I know that like you're not supposed to eat while you um, are not supposed to go on your phone when you eat because your your stomach like doesn't register your food or your brain or whatever, whatever. But I have to say what I like to do. I mean, I'll either listen to a podcast or a book. I will. I'm not going to lie. I won't just sit there and raw dog the meal. Like, come on. It's we have all have phone addiction. It's 2023. That's wild. I will listen to a book and like not play with my phone or a pod. But Today, I walked my ass to Bubby's. I actually was going to um, try and find, get an appointment. My mom found this like hair spa where you can get like, I don't know if you guys have been seeing on TikTok, the head spa TikToks about how you can get these like really cool massages and it's like supposed to stimulate hair growth and whatever. Anyway, I've been trying to get in in this place in Tribeca and they, they are just booked, which now makes me more feral and horny for them. So I was walking past Bubby's and I was like, oh my God, 
I am craving a chicken Caesar salad so badly. And that is my one of my main date spots that I take myself. So I was like, fuck it. Fuck it. We ball. Fuck it. We go. So I walk into Bubby's and I have my special seat at the bar. And I order this chicken Caesar. And usually I get a pink lemonade because their lemonade is absolutely dank. It's so fucking good and random. It has no business being that good. Um, But today I got a Diet Coke. They have the good Diet Coke in the mini glass bottle. Plugged in with my earphones. Put on. I'm right now can only listen to Afrobeats. It's all I'm listening to. I'm on a huge kick of it. I put it on, put on my playlist, and I go into my aesthetic Finsta. And I just look at, I go deep diving. And also right now I'm having very bad shopping addiction. I go in waves, like huge, huge waves. And right now I'm in like, it's bad, you guys. Like I cannot go on Instagram without buying something. Anyway, so I went and I was just like, found this new, like beautiful blogger girl. And I like combed through her Insta, just like buying so many things and like oh my god just like enjoying all the beautiful stuff and then I moved to the home instas and I look through all the home stuff buying all this random shit for my home like squiggly candlesticks I'm never gonna use just like just going in you know but it's so beautiful I love I love my explore page on my on my second Instagram is like actual my actual personality my explore page on my normal instagram is like very weird i don't know if anyone else has that and i i've actually been reaching meaning to reach out to my contact at instagram and being like how can i fix this and they're gonna be like well it's the people you follow and on my main instagram i I only follow like my friends basically so it's kind of like a muddled thing (laughs) this is embarrassing but it's like a lot of um alligator videos because whenever anyone comes up of like a a giant snake or like an alligator I can't look away or like a shark like that's how it'll start because I'm really afraid of sharks so like a shark video will come up on a reel and I'll like have to watch it because of like OCD or whatever and then I'll start scrolling on whatever page that is and it's always like one of those guys who like deals with big like scary animals and then and now my for you page on Instagram is like a lot of sharks and alligators which I don't mind because every time I go on I do end up looking at those videos because I like love to watch them deal with it like you know I don't know if you guys watched a lot of animal shows growing up that is literally all I watched like big fucking like every animal show like Shark Week I loved um I loved Steve Irwin may he rest in peace like you know just obsessive like there was in in the UK, they have like this guy, David Attenborough. Oh, he does Planet Earth, I think. But anyway, we grew up on him and all those shows. So I just like have a real side of me that like loves that type of shit. But all this to say, I don't really want it on my For You page of Instagram. And then it's like a lot of other weird stuff that just doesn't really reflect my personality. And I and I try to like make it more my personality, but it doesn't. So that's why I have the safe space of my second Insta. And also it's just like, you might be like, well, why don't you just follow them from your main Instagram? And it's just like my main Instagram is like friends and work. And it just I like having a special secret place for only aesthetics. It's kind of like my Pinterest, you know. Wow, that was a long rant. If you want me to do an episode about how to eat solo and like why I think it's important to take yourself on solo dates, let me know. But I had the most fucking orgasmic chicken Caesar salad. The chicken is so fresh. It's not like nasty ass you know when you get a chicken caesar and it's like the gray chicken and it's like you're like what part is this this is just random cubes i don't like that at all i just cannot even eat that like i can only eat the chicken if i know it's gonna be good and at bubby's it's like a full chicken i don't know if it's a thigh maybe it's like a leg and it's 
freshly roasted like the skin is still on like that's my shit dressing so creamy croutons fucking sourdough crunchy ass nice delicious stuff oh my god so good 1010 would recommend so i just had a really really blissful lunch okay so body image when i was by the pool in italy i had this idea because i was like in a non-creepy way like thinking about people by the pool and like how it's really triggering for some people by the way obviously this is called body image so if you are triggered by conversations about weight and body please don't listen to this I don't want anybody to be upset I I always think about body stuff a lot in the summer I think everybody does your body is more on show there's like this horrific thing of like beach body or like oh my god like in it starts in January where people are like time to get ready for summer and like let's have a countdown and like here let's do my like six week shred competition and all this fucking shit and if you think about it that type of thinking is like exactly in line with like binge eating disorder because it's like you know, you get ready and like you binge and you restrict and like then you get go for summer and then you you eat more in winter. And it's like, OK, well, that's stupid. That's just like not helpful. And it's and it's all the diet industry. Right. So just always think like whenever you read anything, whenever you hear anything, think like, why is why am I hearing that? And it's like, OK, well, because there's an entire industry around selling gym memberships and making people have anxiety before summer so that they look a certain way in summer. And like, I don't know about you guys, but anytime I've ever done like a challenge for summer or like wanted to lose weight by summer, like I never have. It usually it goes in the opposite direction for me because it's just stressful, whatever. And I mentioned this on Friday, but also when I was on vacation this time, I um thought about how I've been on vacation where I've only eaten like fish and vegetables, not like in an extreme way. I'm not saying that I had an eating disorder, but I'm saying like I would just always pick fish and vegetables and then like maybe share a dessert or whatever, but like never have the bread, never have the pasta. Like I would never have like, I don't know, a full fat cappuccino, whatever. And um this time in, in Europe, I like, I think like I can actually say with confidence it's the first holiday I've been on where I didn't restrict like at all like in terms of summer big summer vacay Europe trip like I had a whatever I wanted and it felt so fucking good I was so happy and I just felt very like I don't know like I have a pretty good relationship with my body now as you guys know and you know we're all works in progress it's not black and white but this was the first time where I was like I don't have an ounce of guilt like I don't think I don't know. It was it was very cool. Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums and art galleries. You guys, I am about to fire up my group chat because I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I love the idea that we can take it any way we want. We can go to a fancy dinner. We can get rowdy at a pool party. I've heard of the famous pool parties in Scottsdale and I need to experience them because there's nothing I love more than sunshine and a good time. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. 
There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and book of the month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. It's so important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop. And you know, this girl loves efficiency, right? So my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place. What a relief, right? And I know about Zola because I've bought so many gifts on registries via Zola. And I just love how easy it is to send gifts, keep everything organized. Everything is like done for you. And we absolutely love that. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. If 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. I have a note. I don't know if I should say this, but like, I'll say it. Fuck it. Why not? I said, maybe you should acknowledge that you have only ever been a size two to a size eight. And so that I'm, I get that. Like, I don't have experience with every experience, but I don't know. I don't know. Should I say that? Should I not say that? But like, those are the sizes that I fluctuate between. And I, and I have like my whole life, like pretty much my whole adult life. I've been between those four sizes. I guess that's kind of a lot, but I don't know if anybody else has that experience of just going through a lot of sizes. So when I was by the pool and I was like thinking about all this stuff, I wanted to make a list of thoughts that have been helpful to me to get to this place. It's funny because on AMA, I think it was like yesterday, someone asked me like, have you had laser for stretch marks? And I said, no, like I definitely have insecurities, but um, like skin texture has, it's not a triggering thing for me at all. I know it is for some people. I don't know why, look, I don't want to put them on blast, but like everyone, all the women in my family have cellulite like pretty aggressively. So I just grew up around it and I never really thought that it was like a bad thing. And also in general, like everybody does have cellulite. So it's just never bothered me. Um, I, I had like a thought, you guys, this is embarrassing. But when I was watching the Barbie movie and she has cellulite, I thought, oh my God, I have cellulite in the same place as Barbie. <laughs> anyway, the point was, I was like, I don't care about stretch marks. I have a, have a lot of moles. Like I have a lot of freckles. I have like, I, but just to me, the only thing with skin that bothers me is that I am hairless. That's a personal preference and very moisturized. Other than that, I'm like skin is skin, whatever. And someone wrote to me, she doesn't follow me. She's just like a ghost, follow, you know, just like looks at my shit and like gets mad at it. And, you know, you know, the vibes. Um, And she was like, I think that that's really hypocritical because that you say you don't care because you post only perfect body images on your highly curated feed. And I took offense to that for several reasons. First of all, um, learn to read because what I said was I don't care about skin texture. And I don't edit my photos, like my skin in my photos. And I, I stand by what I said. I don't care about skin texture. I didn't say that I don't care at all how I look. And I think that it kind of harkens back to, um, what that episode of like women need to be better with each other. And I think one of the things that we need to be better about each other with, like, I thought of another one is like trying to like put us put each other in like boxes especially like women in the in the public eye and and like put constraints around them like body shit is extremely nuanced and just because I say I don't care if I have cellulite that doesn't mean I don't care how my body looks that also doesn't mean that I am not going to pick the best picture to post on my Instagram. And this came up a lot recently when I was in Europe because I posted some pictures where I looked really skinny. I didn't edit them but I agree. I did look really skinny. I'm fucking unreal at posing. And I try to remind you guys pretty often of like, this is pose, this is versus unposed. I have get, done some tutorials on my Instagram, like, but I don't think that it's my responsibility to like not pick the best picture to put on Instagram, you know? And again, it's nuanced. Some people would say, well, that's the same thing as Photoshopping. If you're picking a picture that like you look 
insanely tall and or insanely skinny and or whatever. But I, I don't think that's true. I think that everybody should do what they want. I am honest with you guys. I am happy to tell you, like, I I do pick the best picture. I do want to pick the one where I look really tall and and great and my I feel like confident in my body. Like fucking obviously. Like also, I think one of the scariest parts of like today's conversation about body image to me is that we've shifted from like telling women how they should look to telling women how they should feel about how they look. And to me, they are two sides of the same coin. Like body neutrality should be something that feels good, not something that was pressed upon you or forced upon you. So that like, if you care about how you look, or if you pick the best picture to post on Instagram, that means that you're not body positive or that you have an issue with your body. Like that's simply not true. And again, let's just not replace one prison for women with another prison. Okay. Let's, let's go, let's go into that dark night. Let's use that nuance. Let's discuss that nuance. Let's wade through it together, but please let's not point fingers at other women and try to call them out. I like also just am so fucking tired of that. Like your ghost following me and like trying to catch me out with like what I say, like if you have a good point, And if you want to have a discussion, I think you guys all know I am more than happy to have that discussion. For example, last week with the parent trap, um, you know, Instagram, whatever. Like I I'm always happy to say I'm wrong and I'm always happy to have that discussion. But I hate the gotcha. I hate that vibe on the Internet. And I'm using a strong word. I'm using hate because I do hate it. I think it shuts people down. I think it truncates conversation. And I think that it's all about blaming. I don't think it's actually about furthering the conversation. I don't know. I just, I don't think that that's good. I I don't also think that there's like black and white with body journeys and like healing. I think it's a work in progress for every woman. Like, I mean, I I hope that some people are just completely neutral with their bodies and they're healed and all that stuff. But I think for a, for a large bunch of us, it's just like, we get a little bit stronger every year. We feel a little bit more comfortable. Like that's how it kind of goes. And the purpose of this episode and of any conversation that I have about body image or things that have helped me or things that have hurt me it's to speed up your guys' journeys, if that makes sense. So I uh, want to offer up a few of the things that I was thinking about um, when I was prepping this episode. Okay. These are not necessarily in any order. They're just things. These are, let me be very specific. The brain is a muscle, right? We, I mean, it's not a muscle, but you get what I mean. Like, and our brain goes on loops. And especially with body image stuff for me, like, I would get on negative loops and it's very hard to break loops or neural pathways, right? So these are little phrases or thoughts or like thought starters that really like punch through insecurity for me or really punch through like negative thought loops for me. And they've come to me at all different times. This is also how my brain works. Like it probably it makes sense given how much I love a mantra or a reframe or things like that. I really, that is really how my brain relearns things. And and so this is why I found it helpful. Everybody learns in a different way, but these are just random thoughts that like really have helped me on my journey. Okay. So my first thought I have written down here, if he's the type of guy who hits on a girl for their body, he's always going to be that way. Then I wrote on my notes, I don't have a naturally perfect body, nor do I care enough to work for a perfect body. So I just naturally am excluding those type of excluding those type of guys. And that's okay because they are always going to be that way. 
Let me put it this way. A guy's not going to get to know you and then not date you because of your body. Okay. So there's a lot to unpack there. And when I say perfect body, I know, blah, blah. We're not supposed to say that there's no perfect body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But like, I'm talking about if you are a person who has dealt with like the anxiety of not having a good body before, then this is what I'm talking about. So there are a chunk of guys, a small, small chunk of guys, and I'm thinking about them and we don't want to date them anyway, who really care about girls' bodies, who like really like evaluate them. I'm not going to lie to you that those guys exist. I can think of exactly what they look like. And they're probably like gym, like, you know, extremely into their body themselves or whatever. So first of all, I don't think that we want to date those type of guys. Second of all, they're always going to be that way. So like, don't worry about them. Third of all, I do think it's a very, very, very small chunk of cishet men who really care about like having a perfect body. And like, who cares? I, I, I don't know if that's helpful to say who cares, but all I'm saying is I used to genuinely worry about like guys judging my body in that way. And 99.999% of them aren't. And the 0.0001%, like they're off in their like gym land. And and I'm not, I'm not saying all people who go to the gym are like that, but you know what I mean? They're people who really care about like the body. Okay. I'm going to get to confidence in a second, but then I have a note that says, but it works both ways, not directly, but I would never fancy a gym bro. That's interesting. I don't know if that contradicts what I said, but you know, that's kind of like what you have to think about if you are still stuck in the place of being like, I don't have a perfect body. No one's going to like me. Like think about everyone has preferences too. And again, I think that this, the percentage of men who really, 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 really care about perfect bodies is like so minuscule. And like, I would never date a guy who was seriously into the gym. Like it just, it turns me off. So there you have it. Um, we all have our preferences and you don't need a perfect body to date. You don't even need to have you just need to have your body and to be in reasonable relationship with it. I'm not saying good because I think that that's really, really hard to get to. And I think that we all have our hangups and it's a work in progress. And we are women living in the Western world, which is fucking tough. But you need to feel self-love and you need to know that weight doesn't equal worth. And that's all that matters with dating. I can't believe it. Like I literally used to think, oh, well, the reason that I don't have a boyfriend is because my body's not perfect. Like, how insane is that? It's painful to think about. Okay, my next point on here is literally no one notices unless it's 15 pounds. Yeah, guys, I got to tell you, that's my experience. As someone who gains and loses like the same 10 to 20 pounds over and over again, I'm thir- I'm going to be 33 this fall. I've, I've done that, you know, I not not by any direct, you know, planning, but I've done it a couple times and really no one notices unless it's like 15, um, which should give you solace, which should calm you because it's like, who cares? We all go up and down as women so much like fluctuation is totally normal. And even if people do notice, they don't judge. When is the last time you've actually judged someone for gaining weight? Like not noticed, but judged. And isn't that what we're all secretly fearing is judgment? It's true. I, I I mean, you've never judged anyone. You've never judged anyone for gaining weight ever. Even if you notice, you don't judge. So take that into account too. Like you never thought negatively about someone because they gain weight at all. Um. Okay. This is a this was a good one. This is the the thought that sparked the entire podcast. I say it's so much more about how you carry yourself at the pool. I don't think the women with the perfect bodies are the sexiest. I think the ones who clearly don't care 
are the sexiest. And I think the same goes for guys. So I really find this to be true. Like at the, I was at this fabulous hotel and I'm not like, I know that's obviously creepy and wrong that I was like looking at people's bodies, but you're at the beach. And I was like, you notice more how people carry themselves than like their specific body parts. At least I do. I see people and I'm like, you can just tell like that woman doesn't give a fuck about what people think. Or like that guy, he's just living his life and he has a good sense of himself. Like to me, that's sexy. I I don't look at someone's body and I'm like, wow, her ripped abs are so hot. Like that's not, I don't, I don't find that to be sexy. I mean, obviously some people with abs are sexy, but it's like, it's like the intention of the abs, if that makes sense. Right. It's like, I don't know. So that should be a stress relieving thought because I used to be someone who had a lot of anxiety about going to the beach with my friends when I was like in college because I just felt like everybody was so much like looked so much better than me. And of course, I look back at pictures and I'm like, I looked great. I don't know what what I was thinking about. But like, I remember I used to be the girl who would like always keep her sarong on or like worry about like, you know, just all that kind of stuff. And it's like, the people who look the best are the people who have confidence and carry themselves well. And I know that's easier said than done. If you're struggling with your body image, it's not like just snap your fingers and go for it. But I think it's an interesting way to help reroute your brain energy is to think like the goal is not abs. The goal is to carry myself with confidence because then you have like you can control all delete and replace that thought with a more helpful thought. So that is something that has been a really big unlock for me. And like, again, you're not supposed to look at other people at the pool, but you do. And I noticed it because I was like, I noticed this one girl and her body was not, quote, perfect. Like what the what the media would say is perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But I thought she looked so sexy and cool. Like I literally I could she was like with her boyfriend. She's probably like 35. And I could just tell she was like the coolest girl. Like that's who I wanted to be friends with. Like could tell her boyfriend was obsessed with her. And I was like, you, you like love yourself. And that's what we should be going for. Because look, we're women of, obviously we look to like role models and other women to model ourselves after and to look up to, like you can't exist in a, in a vacuum. So it's like, think about the things that you want to look up to versus like, don't think about body parts. Like when we were growing up, it was like, oh, Giselle has the best abs and like Kim Kardashian has the best butt and like Britney Spears has the best arms and like all this stuff. That's the kind of thing that we would think about. Now I think about like the the people in the public eye who like don't give a fuck. Now I'm like, you know who I think is cool? Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet doesn't give a flying fucking shit what we think about her. And that's fucking sexy. Another woman, Rachel Weiss, literally so sexy, so gorgeous, married to fucking James Bond, doesn't give a rat's ass what we think. And she's like literally stunning and gorgeous. Like now, and even the models that I follow on my like, um, my aesthetic Insta, like they're all the like cool models who have something interesting about them. They are definitely not like the real thin, like, you know, cookie cutter, like what we used to consider pretty models. Um, no offense to those models because you're still pretty too. Okay, this is interesting. I said, guys split into body guys and not body guys. In, in my opinion, body guys are absolute trash, but that's me being judgmental. Yeah. Again, this goes back to what I was saying. Like if it's a guy who's really judging a woman on his body, on her body, like being a certain way or like toned or whatever, like, I don't know, to me, that's a really big turnoff and I would never want to date someone or be associated with someone like that anyway. So I guess that's me being judgmental, but hey, I called it out. So whatever. Okay. 
this is a note for the longest time I was the type to say like oh well I can't have a chip I'll eat the whole bag and not only did I believe that I really leaned into it and we believe the stories we tell ourselves right we we literally believe whatever we tell ourselves and that's crazy because sometimes we like straight up fucking lie to ourselves like we lie to ourselves about how we look we lie to ourselves about how we feel and the more we say it you the more you make a loop in your brain and the more you really fucking believe it so I like always leaned into this I was like well no I can't have just one chip I have to eat four bags like that's just me I love big portions and blah 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 guys can I just tell you that unlearning that has been like the single most helpful thing to my body image and my like relationship with food ever like I I just fucking told myself that and I I believed it and 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 then I for my whole life I was just like yep I'm the type of girl who has to eat five bags of chips when she starts one that's not true and I don't know exactly how I unlearned that but like that has been huge for me so question the things that you're telling yourself whether you're telling yourself I can't wear shorts like I look bad in shorts or whether you're telling yourself I can't eat one piece of cake I have to eat 10 pieces of cake like challenge the things that you tell yourself because our brain is not always the most reliable to ourselves and retell yourself a new story anytime so for me it was being like no you can actually have like one bag of chips tanks like you don't eat have to eat five or like yeah you can actually have one piece of cake or like it's okay to eat one of those and it will be there tomorrow if you need it like you don't need to you know go crazy or whatever so challenge the things you say to yourself about your body I, I wrote, remember when you were the type of person to order the fish and vegetables in Italy and then get drunk and eat the entire mini bar? Yeah, like that, that, I don't know. I, I, that was a big thing for me a lot. Like I would, I would try to be healthy and be like, no, like I don't, you know, I don't need any of that stuff. I don't, you know, I don't need dessert, whatever. And then like, I'd have a drink and like eat so much like dr drunk, drunchies. Is that what you call them? Drunk eats, whatever. Um, and it's like, that's no fun because then you don't enjoy it. It's so much better to just get dessert and then like not have a meltdown later. Um, so again, that's been wildly helpful. Also, like for me, taking away the gluten-free, dairy-free, blah, blah, blah thing has been really great. I know that that's not possible because some people have genuine allergies to certain types of food or they can't eat them for health reasons. And that's initially why I had tried to be gluten-free, dairy-free because you know, a couple doctors told me that because of Hashimoto's and PCOS, like it's way better to be that way. But ultimately, and again, I'm not a doctor, consult your doctor for what feels right. But for me, it was just like, I don't know, like taking away all the rules just was very freeing to me and being like, eat whatever you want, feel good. And I totally take my doctor's advice and appreciate that like you know I have these health conditions to manage but I do think that like feeling good in yourself and feeling happy is like the cornerstone to all health so I don't know how I'm going to deal with that go forward but for now it feels good to just literally eat whatever I want and not have any rules about it okay party pounds. So if you're a newer listener, this is something I talked about a lot last year. I think it's the most helpful shift ever because we always think of weight as like gaining weight as a negative thing. But if you reframe it and you're just like, no, they're party pounds. You're just like, this is just what happened because I ate and drank. And I, I have an example, which I thought about, which might be really helpful for you guys. So it's once you take the morality out of weight, I think the reason that weight is something that plagues our minds so much and is so stressful is because 
the media and society have made weight a moral issue. Like the the notion is that like if you gain weight, you're lazy or you're bad or you've done something wrong. And that is just categorically not true. You gain weight because you eat and drink more, right? It's simple math. It's not a moral thing. You didn't do something bad. You didn't hurt anybody. You're not lazy. You're not a slob. You're not any of those things. You just eat and drink more. And when I started thinking about it like that, it made me feel a lot better because it's like, it's not some random surprise. You don't just wake up one day and you're like, oh, I gain weight for no reason. Like it's because you've been eating and drinking more and that's okay. It's like, it's like if you go in the sun and you lay out with no sunscreen, you get tan, right? So you wouldn't come home and be like, oh my God, why did I get tan? Oh my God, I'm a terrible person. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's so bad of me. I'm so evil. I can't even look at myself in the mirror. Are you following my example? And that's like how I I think about weight more. I'm not like, oh my God, I did something wrong. How did this happen? Oh my God. I'm like, oh, I ate and drank more. So I gained weight. Who cares? It's just math. It's the same thing. Like take the morality out of it. Anytime you think like, oh, you gain weight, like a lot of people gain weight in summer losing weight is good. And like, that's just wrong. So that's something that we really have to unlearn. Okay. You are not a celebrity. I mean, maybe you are, maybe a celebrity is listening to this. That would be really cool. But for me, my entire life growing up, I would like directly compare my body to like celebrities. And I thought that men were comparing my body to celebrities. Like I'm dead serious. I, I thought that when I was at a bar, And a guy was like looking at me. He was thinking, she is a lot shorter than Giselle. And her ass is a lot more misshapen than Kylie Jenner's ass. And she has a way uglier chin than, I don't know, fucking Britney Spears. Whatever. Like, I genuinely thought that, which is deranged. And just so funny and weird and stupid and like such a symptom of the society that we grow up in, which is like being bombarded with images of like unrealistic bodies all the time. But like I genuinely thought that. And when I would like look at my body in the mirror, I would be like, I am not Jennifer Aniston. And that's like genuinely what I would compare myself to. And I know that sounds stupid, but it took me my entire life to realize that I was doing this. I was doing it without thinking. I was just being like, I'm not Jennifer Aniston. I just don't look like her yet. And therefore I am bad. And it's like, dude, we are normal people. We're not celebrities. We don't have trainers every day. We don't have chefs to cook us meals. And I know you're probably thinking, well, Tinks, you go to spas sometimes and like you do have resources. Yes, that's true. But like, I'm not on the Kardashian level. I'm not a celebrity and I, and nor should I be. Okay. And the more that we remove that pressure from us, the better that we'll feel. And I know that sounds so stupid. If you have never struggled with any body image stuff, you probably think that this is the most deranged episode, but I'm hoping that it reaches its desired audience and that some people are understanding this. I genuinely didn't even realize I was doing it. I, I, I really would stand in the mirror naked and I'd be like, you just don't look like Jen yet. And that's fucked up. And now I'm just like, I'm just a normal person. Nobody else is thinking, oh, Tinks' ass is saggy. Not It doesn't look like Jennifer Aniston's. Nobody else is thinking that. Just me. Why would I be so mean to myself? It's absurd. Okay, this is my last note. And I'm just going to suck it up and read it and not give any caveats. I guess that was a caveat in itself. The people at the pool having the best and most sex are not the people who have the best bodies. The happiest person at the pool doesn't have the best body. The richest person at the pool doesn't have the best body. Facts, honestly. Facts. Like, I, I sorry, but it's true. I always think about that. I always, I know that this is like, 
is this perverted? Like, am I going to get in trouble for this? Like, I always think a lot about like people that I hang with or like whatever, like meet. I'm like, are they having good sex? And it's like, again, it's a vibe, right? It's not if they have the best body. Okay. I think that's an important thing to remember. That was kind of a hodgepodge uh, of thoughts and feelings, but I hope it was helpful. This is such a work in progress, you guys. I feel like I need to go back and listen to my previous body image episodes, but I feel like every time I do one of these check-ins, it's like a new tessellation and I've learned new things and new things are working for me. And that's most of us, right? Most of us are just out here on our journey, like doing our best, getting a little stronger every year. It's it's no uh, coincidence that women everywhere say, you get more confident as you grow up, right? So all I'm aiming to do with this is to have an open dialogue with you guys. I also think it's like really complicated as well with like Instagram and body stuff. And so I'm open to feedback. And if if you have any genuine, you have a conversation that you want to have, you have some criticism of me, I'm very, very open. And I really, really do mean that. But as long as it's not like a gotcha thing, as long as it's like a constructive criticism or conversation that you want to play out. But um my whole goal with these episodes and with this conversation is to like help each other and to share information in a way that might be helpful. I I just don't remember when I was in my 20s having any access to conversations with like other girls older than me or like just even any materials to absorb about this kind of stuff that felt like accessible or like real, which is why a couple of my points and examples in there are like a little rough around the edges, but that's because they're real. They're like real thoughts. It's not like love yourself, like write a love note to yourself on the mirror. Like I don't, I don't find that fucking helpful. I do find it helpful to think that like the person with the best body isn't necessarily having the best sex. Like, I don't know why that's how my brain works, but that means that's how someone else's brain works. So I hope that that helps them. Um, and I'm really sorry that I offended gym bros if I did, but like, and also I'm not saying that like, if you go to the gym, you're boring whatsoever. I'm just saying there's that group of people who like really, 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 really care about like incredible bodies and that's never going to be me and they're never going to like me and that's more than okay and I wish that I'd come to that realization earlier uh I hope that that was really really helpful I love you all I hope you all have a fantastic week and I will see you on Wednesday uh until then bye look around you can find cars like these on auto trader New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code tinks on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R H O B A C K dot com. That's 20% off with the code Tinks.